The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, Rendell, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And in fact, that is where we get today's batch of video questions from every single week on Matt Chat for the $20 patrons and up. Uh, you can have your video question asked yeah, right. right here, asked and addressed mm-hmm. right here on uh, on Matt Chat. Correct. Uh, and we got a batch of questions today. We do. The holiday season and the end of the decade and are the both year too. Here. Yeah, all these things end are of the year, happening. End of the decade, same time simultaneously. We're gonna kick things off with the text question from Luis Ariza. Okay. Uh, Two parter. First, with decade drawing to a close. Uh, curious as to what you friendos view as the biggest what ifs of the decade. Ooh. Like, what if CM Punk or Bray Wyatt were to dethrone The Undertaker at Mania? Uh. Or what if NXT stayed a reality contest? Mm. Or if the Elite he'd sign with WWE instead of forming their own promotion? Uh. Secondly, uh, possible dream matches you guys wish had happened during this decade. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, I guess we can start off with the first one. Thank you for your question. Thank you, Luis. Luis Ariza. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I'm going to say, I'll just, I'll do a what if you do a what if, and we'll right. go back and forth. Fair. Here's a what if, uh, what if, and I think, <laughs> so like there are any number of what if scenarios. This is what's fascinating about AEW. There are like at least five, like possible that shit that actually could have happened. What yeah. if scenarios that would have prevented the AEW, AEW from forming first and foremost, what if ring of honor and new Japan had just said, ah, y'all can do what you want, but uh, you can't use our talent, and we're not going to help you at all. Oh, for all in? For all in. Yeah. Uh, what if they had done that? What if they? Had, what if Cody was like, hey, we want to put on this show, finance it ourselves. And they were like, yeah, that's good, but, uh, you know, sometimes uh, things can snowball, and uh, we're not really into that. So good luck. Good luck. But uh, no, you're not going to do that. All right. I mean that's that's one of them. No, I mean, you have you have one. If you go as back well. even further, what if uh, Cody hadn't asked for his release from WWE? What if that release wasn't granted? Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke recently, I believe, uh, about uh, I guess two years in a row. He uh, was slated to win Money in the Bank, only be told day of. Wow, wasn't going to happen again. A what if right there? A what if? So what if they had pulled the trigger on that and gave him a world title? And would that have like? Change things would have changed his perception in WWE. You would think so. I would think so. You I mean, so? I mean, I think even if they had just uh, uh, had him let him have a mania match with his brother, it would have gone a yeah. long way because that's yeah. one of the things he really wanted. Yeah, instead, they're like, No, you got to stay Stardust, mm-hmm. but I want to be Cody. You got to stay Stardust. Uh, pretty much, uh, end of last year, what if they had never wait? No, was it was Becky's heel turn just the 2019? It's 2018, 2018, SummerSlam, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's right. Because the rumble, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, what if they had, uh, you know, not? What if they were like, yeah, no, we like you as like 
a baby face who's pretty much over. You're over enough. You're over enough. We don't need another heel. Mm-hmm. What if they had said, we don't need another heel from Becky Lynch? And they just went and she just kept on being mid-level baby face. Always sort of thought of as the fourth member of the four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. I mean, would we have gotten uh, the the women's main event at Mania? I mean, perhaps they could have had something hot with Ronda and Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think that Becky uh, really took things to the next level there. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, uh, what if Bray had been the one to break the Undertaker streak mm. and retired him in the process? Not necessarily taking the Undertaker gimmicks. I think that would have been cheesy. But the whole... Uh, point of the feud, at least from Bray's perspective, is that he wanted to beat The Undertaker so he could be the new face of fear. Yeah. So while he wouldn't uh, uh, strictly be the new Undertaker, he would take that role in the company. Um, of course, that didn't happen at WrestleMania 31. Uh, he lost to Undertaker because previous year Undertaker lost uh, to Brock Lesnar. They're not going to have Undertaker lose two years in a row at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. Um, or going even further back, what if Undertaker just retired after the end of the air match? Well, he yeah. probably should have. Yeah. His, I mean, you know, you'd have, you'd have his legacy mm-hmm. be a little bit different, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not sure. I mean, it, it would have been interesting how they would have approached Brock. I mean, here's the thing with Brock. I think it would have been even less palatable had he not beat the Undertaker, but oh, they yeah. did everything else the same. Oh, I know, I know. Because it's like, really, you just lost to Triple H like last year at Mania, and then you come and you you destroy Cena with those fifteen German 16, suplexes, 16, yeah, sixteen German suplexes. Uh, yeah, you know, where do you get off? You know, well, you beat the Undertaker. That's where he gets off. Yeah, that's exactly where he gets off. <laughs> uh, I like the Bray thing though. Like, it, it does make me that. That's one of those things where you just really wish they would have invested in Bray as a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a little bit of that paying off now because they do reference you know stuff from his past, mm-hmm. uh, and they make his wins a lot more meaningful these days. But had he beat the Undertaker, and I mean, yeah, maybe not the Undertaker gimmick. But what if you see him incorporate some of the theatrics of the Undertaker? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, yeah. And you do reference that stuff, and maybe he does come out in like a, I don't know, a freaking cloak or something. You know, uh, I think that'd be great. I think it'd be like paying homage to your history for one thing. Yes. And looking at the future for this exactly. huge, you know, presence. I God think forbid great. you build for the future. How about this? What if they actually gave CM Punk some time off? Mm-hmm. What if like he was like, hey, Vince, he leaves uh, because of, uh, after the Rumble, right? That's mm-hmm. when he left. He left after the Rumble. He calls Vince, dude. I am Z packed to death. I've got. I'm obviously concussed, just beyond belief. Mm-hmm. I just, dude. Just can I three months, and then I can do like a big return at the Raw after Mania. Yeah, you know, just I'm dying right now. Yeah. And what if they were like, yeah, dude. Yeah, cool. No you, problem. You've done a lot. Mm-hmm. Just you're good. You're good. What if they had even a month, even like February and March, know, you know? And know. then he comes back. For mania and yeah. some sort of surprise yeah, appearance, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, that'd been something else. Just some time away. Yeah, give the man a break. Just some time away. I'll do you one better. What if uh, uh, Punk, after beating John Cena at May the Bank 2011, uh, followed through on his promise to defend the WWE title and other promotions? Imagine him going to Ring of Honor, taking on the likes. This is part of the dream match uh, question. Answer sure, too. it's a good way to weave Taking in. on the likes of Tyler Black. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Going to New Japan, taking on Tanahashi. Uh-huh. Um, who was, who was uh, gosh, who was champion PWG in 2011? I know Kenny was wrestling. Uh, in, too early for Cole, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I could look it up, but whatever. 
who was champion in PWG in 2011? Well, now I'm really curious because then I was going to be one of those answers where I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Champion. You know, uh, CM Punk versus El Generico. Yeah, was it El Generico? Um, you know, there, there's a, a litany of dream matches that could have been had when Punk was, you know, arguably at his peak in terms of, uh, of in-ring performance uh, that never got to have, never got to happen. So, so at that summer time of 2011, it was, ah. Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Yeah, but that was earlier. It would have been oh. Claudio Costignoli, a.k.a. Cesaro. Well, it was it was June 2011 that he won, so it might have been somewhere in there. Oh, 2011. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it could have been Steen or, or Cesaro. Yeah, or else. Anyways, yeah. there's, there's a huge list of, 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 of indie legends from the beginning of this decade that Punk could have taken on in a variety of promotions. It would have been incredible. Look at all these vacateds right here. That was a transitional period a bit, oh, yeah. it seems like. Oh, Kenny had it in 2008, huh? And 2009. Oh, 2009. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 2009. Yeah. Couldn't read it from here. Yeah. All right. What's your next what if? Uh, okay, so since we're diving into dream matches, Punk versus Austin. Uh -huh. Austin to this day says that he could have a match tomorrow. He could totally do it. Then he probably could have had a, <coughs> he <coughs> had a match <coughs> when they were building up uh, that 2K game yeah. with uh, Punk and Austin. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had that little promo thing, a little bit more awkward than I thought it probably should have been. It was pretty awkward. It was oddly awkward. Yeah, you wouldn't was. have thought it'd be that awkward. Mm -mm. But it was a bit. Of, yeah, wasn't it wasn't exactly Rock Austin in the Build Domain. No, or whatever. Seventeen, I guess. Um, but uh, you know, uh, it was still pretty good. And uh, I think that you know maybe some proper promos between the two of them would have been really good. Not just sitting there saying, "Hey, would you have done good in Attitude Era?" Yes, I would have done good in Attitude Era. I don't know. That's pure speculation. <laughs> JR was there too, right? Yeah, I know. It was all awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. Uh, another good dream match, quality dream match. We saw it E3, New Day versus The Elite. Oh, man. Absolutely. Give me this one, Undertaker versus Sting. Sting still wants that match. I know. He said if they ask him tomorrow, he'll come out and do that match. I know. Well, that's a terrible idea. He's keeping himself in shape just to do that one match. I know. He really team. wants that. And Taker, nothing to do with it. It's weird. I know. It is weird. Austin's like... I wonder if he said that off camera. Hey, Mark, you want, why do you why do you never want to fight Sting? I don't I think he, he's like trash WCW. Oh wow, WCW was garbage, man. That's terrible. They said they couldn't draw a dime with me. That was a different promotion, man. Wait, was that WCW? Yeah, yeah, that was WCW. Yeah, screw them. Wow. Yeah, dude. Maybe something else. Anything else you want to add? Do I have anything else here? Uh oh, yeah, this is the big one. Well, there's there's two more here. What have seen it? They had a new entrance theme for him, and I think new gear yeah. for Cena's heel turn against yeah. The Rock. Yeah. What if they had done that? Would it have changed anything? Probably not. Um, and then what if Paige never had her altercation in Vegas? Was she literally arrested or no? I don't. Remember. I, I don't think she was actually arrested. I think they, she might have been cuffed, but I don't know. But if that she, was the she video was actually ever charged with anything that the YouTube algorithm picked up for us. And started promoting at people's homepages yeah, yeah. and went viral. That was the one that put us on the map. Pretty much. Pretty yep. much. I'm, st yep. I'm still pretty sure that we would have been fine. But Something uh, else would have happened that would have put us on the map. I think that's so. That's the first one that did it. I think so. Yeah. That was a big one. That was when we were like, hey, well, we actually might have something here. Yeah. I think more for us than anything. It was oh, yeah. a big deal. Uh, next, B-Man, Patrick Sparks. Patrick Sparks. Look what he has to say. Hey, friendos. Pat here. All right. Decade's coming to a close, and my question is... What are the best Randy Orton RKOs from out of nowhere, from out the decade? You got 
things like Seth and Evan Bourne and multiple other people. So, what are the best? What are the highlights? What are your favorites? Thanks, friendos. Happy holidays to you guys and everyone in the friendovers. Thank you, B-Man. Thank you, B-Man. No debate here. Best RKO ever is, is Seth, WrestleMania 31. Yeah. We just watched some of them. The Evan Bourne one's great, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if that was ones. from the 2010s, though. That might have been pretty. Oh, true. Maybe. True, I don't know. I, I mean, if, if not, it was probably on the precipice. Um, but without a doubt, it's the Seth one. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we did. We went through and looked at a video. I mean, granted, we were fortunate there enough to be there live, witness it live. Oh. But watching it later, it's, it's and incredible. And our heads just blew up. It was, it was incredible. Like, Mind-blowing that was possible. And then apparently there was the backstory that they tried it once in practice and couldn't do it. Yeah, and Randy was like, I don't want to practice anymore. <laughs> well, like, yeah. I, I remember was, as Seth told it, like Randy was pessimistic about the whole thing. It's yeah. like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy really didn't want to practice it. They tried it once. Didn't if work. If only there were cameras rolling while they were figuring that out. I know. I would have loved to have seen his face. If Seth, if, I mean, if the idea is Seth is the one who brought it up, said, hey, yeah. I go for a curb stomp. You lift me up. I'm in the air. Then yeah. you drive. And I would have liked to have seen Randy Orton's face. Mm-hmm. If it was like, if he smiled, if he like immediately like was like, like he got, it's like somebody farted in his face or something. Well, I mean, that's kind of his, his default is. Yeah. It'll never work. <laughs> the voices in my head are telling me no. No, it's great. We can do it. Whatever. I don't want to practice. No, we can, you want to try it? We can practice. Mm. No. No. Call it in the ring. <laughs> we'll see how it feels in the ring. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Randy, fine. Fine. Uh, next question from Stephen M. Merry Christmas to you and yours, friendos, and everybody in the friendo community. So my match hat for you guys this week is book a Christmas-themed gimmick battle royale. With Larson, you pick 10 people from your beloved AEW. Steve, 10 people from your beloved NXT. And it's a mixed battle royale of five men and five women. And book their gimmicks, who's dressed as what, if they're elves, steers, etc. Kind of like the NXT Halloween battle royale. And book who goes over. Too sweet. Hardy handshake. Thank you, Stephen M. Thank you, Stephen M. Go Man, ahead, Steve. I, I, I have one here. It's Braun as Elf. And then I looked at your answers and I was like, this is really good. Like, yours is really good. Oh, thank you. So I'll just, you go ahead, man. Well, while I do mine, think of some more because I'm trying to think of some more as well. You have a really good list. I think this is a good I know, but I, he, he asked for five men, five women. I only got uh, two women so far from AEW. Uh, so uh, Cody and Brandy, Mr. and Mrs. Claus. From what movie, though? It doesn't have to be from movie. Yeah, but I like how you've gone down the oh, route of the, just movies. movies. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. How about this? From, wait, was there a Mrs. Claus in that one? What was that Tim Allen series of the movies? The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Because Cody, you know, uh, AEW, he started up a new business. There's all sorts of clauses there. Legalities. You know, us. no compete clauses. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure Tim Allen was married in the, and like his character was married in the film. Yeah. And then I could see like Cody, you know, like when he becomes Santa Claus, oh, he's got to be fat now. And then he like shrinks back down. Or yeah, whatever. that's good. All right. Uh, Mox is John McClain because, of course, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So for the purposes of this question, I will allow that premise. This is the most potentially obscure one. MJF is Scott Farkas. Yeah, I don't know what that it's is. It's the bully from A Christmas Story. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Chris Jericho is Bad Santa. That's perfect. That's great. Uh, Pac, he's Ebenezer Scrooge. He's Ebenezer Scrooge, okay. And then uh, Chris Statlander is one of the, the Martians from Santa Conquers the Martians. That's good, man. That's you ever good. seen that episode of uh, Mystery Science Theater? 
Uh, yeah. It's pretty solid. Long time it's ago. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. That's good. I think that's good. Don't ruin it. That's perfect. All right. Well, you have one here that's really good. We got to find some more for you, though. I don't think we do, though. I think we're good. Well, we do to, to, to answer Stephen M's question. Okay. Name another Christmas movie. We'll do uh, this. Uh, we, need, we need a Ralphie from Christmas Story. Who should be Ralphie to take on, of course. You know who looks like Ralphie? Scott Farkas. Tony Khan. He looks like Ralphie. He does. Kind of nerdy. Who should be the Grinch? We need a Grinch in there. Uh, Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. He always has the like the huge uh, elaborate costumes for the NXT Halloween Battle Royal. Okay, that works. He had a dinosaur that one time, panda this this past year. What if there's a giant inflatable Grinch costume? Or he should be a Frosty the Snowman. They guarantee there's an inflatable Frosty the Snowman costume. One of those two. So this says here, uh, Arthur, Christmas, Arthur Christmas. But I thought that was... Uh, what were those the Dudley Moore movies? That was Arthur. <laughs> But that's not art. That's not the art. Doesn't look like it. That's like an animated movie. All right. That'd have been cooler if they had a Dudley because sure. Arthur was like a drunk, right? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if they did like a Christmas version of that. Uh, who should be Kevin McAllister from Home Alone? Yeah. Well, who's sitting there always trying to like everybody's trying to get at him? They're trying to invade his home. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Who's uh the Christmas? Clark, Clark Griswold? Clark Griswold. Oh, here we go. Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a Darby Allen and Priscilla. There you go. Uh, that's Priscilla good. Kelly. Is Priscilla that Kelly. Yeah, that's yeah, good. There you go. okay. That's good. Fine. That's good. a good one. Who's the train from Polar Express? Isn't that Braun Strowman also? Uh, that could be uh, uh, Albert. It wasn't the A train <laughs> at one point. <laughs> uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa is like my favorite Christmas movie. It's so good. Well, isn't it already? Isn't isn't this airing after Christmas? It is. Oh, okay. Well, let's just move on. Then. All right. Fine. Let's be a quick match at it. It's okay. That's fine. Uh, Christopher Rampersaw's got a question. Take it away, Christopher. Merry Christmas, Stephen Larson. So my question is, I want you to give me five WWE superstars who will give you guys gift, and what kind of gift would you like from them to give you? Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, I'll go first. Why not? These are the gifts I would like to receive from wrestling superstars. Will you go first? I'll go second. We'll just keep, right. we'll go back and forth. Uh, I... Well, actually, you go first because you set the template, so you go first. Okay. Well, I wanted Bray Wyatt to give me su- superpowers because evidently mm-hmm. he can imbue others, Randy Orton. Yeah, he had eyelids for this. a second. Yeah, yeah. Teleportation, potentially. So I want Bray to give me his superpowers. And I don't want to be without superpowers myself, so right, I would ask to. The Undertaker for mm. powers of the darkness. Yes, we'll begin the ritual now. Uh And then uh, I want uh, Chris Statlander. I know he said WWE superstars, but I don't care. I'm going to AEW. Uh, Statlander to give me like some alien food that gives me some superpowers. Like right. I imagine there's some sort of plant that aliens eat that maybe it imbues you with like I could do the cartwheels that she does. Because I don't you really know what I do those are. now if you just practiced a little bit. Nah, All I'll right. throw my hip out. Uh, so I want more powers. So I'd ask the New Day for the power of positivity. I just ask them for some old ass pancakes. I'm not the most positive of, of, of individuals. So some positivity in my life would probably do me some good. I want to stand. That is definitely true. I want to stand like 20 yards away and see if they can all go out like that and they can just fling it in my mouth. You know, we went to SmackDown last time I was here. Kofi was pretty darn good at, at, at throwing those pancakes. I wonder if he's ever gotten in an upper bowl. I wouldn't be surprised, I that's man. that's possible. I would not be surprised. Those things go. Yeah. He knows how to throw them. Uh, next, John Cena teach me the power of invisibility because you can't see him. Okay, good. I want, this is the ultimate gift. I want Vince to give me booking power. That's what I want. I want him to say, Steve, here. I almost did Undertaker. Steve, 
I talked to Vince. He's going to give you the book. Really? For how long? Till mania. Wow. Make it count. I'm like, really? Carte Blanche? Like, it'll just, it'll, I could book everything? Yes, he's going to undo everything you did. (laughs) Exactly. After mania. He still has final say. Well, it's not really booking power, is it then? Um, uh, uh, I have here Luchasaurus. He can give me some dinosaur powers. He's not actually a dinosaur, though. He's just a guy with a history degree. You want to tell that to him? Yeah, I'd, I'd be fine with that. Probably kick your head off. Maybe. Uh, MJ, I want MJF to, to give me his diamond ring. Wow. Because the diamond dozen ring is the finest ring in all of wrestling. It's beautiful. All right. He'll like do this. He'll like kiss it. I'll be like, okay. And I'll swipe it. I'll be like, hi, you gave this to me. I don't think it works that way. Finally, I want Okada to give me the power to be the absolute best. I don't think that's like something he can give you. Yeah, man. That's within. He can't gift he that can teach to you. Me, teach me how to find it within. When I have powers of the You're darkness plus the power of positivity with some dinosaur power and the ability to be invisible, if, I, if, if Okada can, can get in this, this messed no. up uh, network of, of synapses and neurons yeah. and reorder it and help me be the absolute best, yeah. wow. He's, you know, the, 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 there's this, this BS going around that humans only use 15% of their brain, which is crap. It's not true. Yeah. I probably use 50% of my brain for productive stuff. Everything else is tied up with stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah. So if he, if he can help me with that, man, sky's the limit. I don't think you need Okada for that. Here's how it worked, though. You'd show up. He'd say, okay, Larson, I will teach you to be the best. You'd show up. He'd be like, okay, go up these stairs. And you're like, oh, man. I gotta, we got to do stairs? No, I and like No, the, just listen, listen. I like You'd be like, oh, challenge. man, that's too much. So you'd start going up the stairs. No, because I know you say that, but no, nah, not really. So you start going up the Why stairs. Why do you think I go to the gym? You start going up the stairs, and you'd be like, oh, this is too much. And you're like, well, like the gym is up those stairs. Like we're going to the gym. Yeah. And so you'd be like, oh, man, he's like, you cannot be the best. And then pff, you're done. I don't, I have physical challenge, I like that at this point in my life. Yeah. I do. Kinda, you're kind of frail, though. Not really. Yeah, a little bit. Says the guy who retired from basketball after after going out playing for an hour. See, I went out there and I didn't play well. But I was like, man, I want to do, I want to play more so I get better. Yeah. Did you have you gone since then? No, just because oh, I haven't. So been you've able, effectively retired because I haven't so been able to. You've played exactly the same number of times that I have since that first time. Congratulations. Because I haven't been able to play. It's ah, not okay. a lack of want. Well, there you it's go. It's a lack of opportunity. There you go. Then. All right. <laughs> You're when, are you, when are you going to play again? Probably when the weather gets good in the spring because oh, the weather's been crap. Okay. Or this weekend if, if Hilton's around. There's your so many excuses right now. Nemo, our final question for the day. She asks, what is the best Christmas gift WB can give us? Uh, that's easy. Long-term vision. Yeah. This is what I ask for every year, and they never Better give chance it to get us. a lump of coal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'll get like a snow cone machine. That'd be good. Yeah. You can get one of those... Uh, when there's a thing they were selling for a while, there's a fart in a jar. I'm sorry, what? Fart in a jar. Wasn't I that, had never heard of that. Wasn't that Is that really thing? a thing? Because Vince loves himself uh, farts. He thinks farts are hilarious. But I thought fart in a jar was a real thing. Shopping. Classic jart. Fart in a jar. Yeah. Fart in a jar. But it's not. this isn't like... You can buy them. Yeah, but this doesn't look like it's mass produced. No, all right. I mean, this is just some dude who made a friggin' jar. Well, he probably bought the jar and just put air in it instead of fart inside. He might have. He might have. He might. He's a glass blower <laughs> and making his own jars. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only ten dollars. Well, I mean, you're buying. You're essentially buying. You're just buying a jar. Yeah, yeah. You're buying a jar. 
Was he selling on eBay? Like at a certain like if you fart in the jar and then even if it seals up really good, is it gonna stay? Not in perpetuity. Right, yeah. It'll just dissipate at some point, right? Uh, and the bacteria like die or something? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean I'm sure time capsules smell weird like old timey shit. Probably. Shape. But then that's part of the thing that's part of the point of jarring is to keep is to preserve things. Mm-hmm. You know, you jar something, yeah, and you you, you keep it secure and tight, and as long as you don't open it, you know that that shit can last a while. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if you put some preservatives, like some uh, was it vitamin E as a preservative, some other preservatives in there mm-hmm. to keep the fart fresh. Well, whether it, it would last longer than I don't know whatever the the half life of a fart is. Yeah, I don't know. I hope you had a merry Christmas, though. I hope I did too. It was like four days ago. Yeah. So I hope everybody out there had a Merry Christmas as well. I mean, we're closer to New Year's now. Than we I know, but Christmas. it's the holidays. You can keep this tree up if that's what you're worried about. No, I'm not worried about anything. All right. No, we'll keep this up to the New Year. Yeah. On Thursday when we get back, it'll be gone. Yeah. And then back to back to business. Yep, back to the grind. We should do a New Year's. Oh, we're doing predictions, aren't we? Mm-hmm. We should do uh, resolutions. New Year's resolutions. I'm do resolutions. Why am I going to lie to myself and just say I'm going to do this and then break it in three weeks? What's the point in doing that? Goodbye. There's no point in doing it. Goodbye, everybody. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.